Greetings programs. This is Short Form the Podcast, episode dos. For those of you that are not multilingual, that is French for next. If you're new to the podcast, which I'm sure you are, as this is only the second episode, this is where we talk about ideas, concepts, that we can uh, use and put into practice into our everyday life to give you a chance to be an everyday leader in your own life so that you can have more agency, have more say-so, live happier, healthier lives as I struggle to speak, obviously. We all do all of this in a 15-minute window. The clock is running, my little... Timer on my phone is ticking away. The little bastard is mocking me already. So we're going to jump right in. Today, we're going to talk about conflict. What is conflict? Well, the definition is a struggle or a clash between opposing forces. It's a battle, a state of opposition between ideas and interests. What's an example of this? Well, I think almost every woman I've ever had a conversation with at some point, relationship, friend, family member, whatever, at some point, every woman who grew up in the United States had or has an arch enemy. Now, this could be something that happened in elementary school, junior high, high school, college, or in their day-to-day job right now as an adult. There's a whole host of reasons why this happens. They were prettier. They had more friends. They didn't respond to your birthday invite. Their hair was always balayaged. I don't know, but there's usually a reason for it. Guys tend to do this as well, but it's more like a a grand scale or or a bigger scale. Rather than have somebody, you know, close to us that we're focused on, it's usually more like sports or rivalries, something like that. You know, if the quarterback plays for the other team, he's a worthless turd. But if my team signs him, then he's an angel And the heavens sing his praises every time he scores a touchdown. Something like that. But the point is, you know, we love to have something to overcome. We love to have something to fight against. I think it gives us a sense of purpose or at least a sense of accomplishment. You know, there's a a need to defeat something or someone or a situation. Mary Roberts Reinhardt said that conflict is the essence of life. And conflict is also the essence of drama and acting, because without it, stories are really, really boring. But this is also, you know, how we grow. We make the needed changes in our life to improve. When, when something comes easy, like say you win a prestigious award, but you didn't really earn it, it can feel hollow and make you feel like a fraud or, you know, that, uh, that dreaded imposter syndrome. But If you earn something, even if it's a less glamorous award, but it's fully earned, well, that's like a badge of honor. Even if it's some simple little thing, we we cherish it much more. Now, one of my favorite films is The Matrix, arguably one of the greatest sci-fi films of the 20th century, and all hail Keanu Reeves. Now, there's a point in the, the story, spoiler alert, where Morpheus has been captured by the agents. And they're interrogating him, trying to get the codes to Zion's mainframe, obviously because they need to infiltrate it to destroy humanity. Now, during this interrogation, you know, they've injected him with the truth serum or whatever the choice mode of operandus is. And 
while they're talking to him, Agent Smith goes on this monologue about how he's tried to classify what humanity is, either, you know, a creature, an insect, something like that. During this speech, he talks about that there was a previous matrix, a utopia, as he calls it. There was no suffering. It was perfect. No one, no one had to really try to do anything. And it was a disaster. Millions died. He calls them crops, but you know, millions of people died. And what they ended up having to do was recreate it to the current version of the Matrix, which was basically what human beings were already living in before the machines took over. Now, he tries to explain this by saying that humans define their existence through suffering and misery. He's also the bad guy. But what I think it means is we define our existence through accomplishment. And conflict gives us that ability to do so. It is the conduit by which we accomplish things. You know, we need conflict in order to, you know, make like we're feeling making progress or that we're having some sort of effect to give us agency, ding, ding, in our own life. Now, what usually tends to happen, or the problem, as it were, is that we start fighting the wrong thing or person. So many times, you know, we'll lash out at a loved one, basically because they're in close proximity to us. And let's be real, no one knows how to annoy us more than our families do. Hashtag facts. But really, think about a time when things weren't going that well. Maybe it was a crappy job, or it was a toxic relationship, but daily life was just a toil. You know, uh, this happens over time, uh, months, maybe even years. What happens? Well, we get frustrated, we get angry, like it starts to build up. And little things set you off. You get angry at random people, random events. It starts to become your daily existence. Instinctively, I think this is how we know something is wrong. Something is out of kilter. Something is out of balance. It's like the weather. When there's an out of balance with the pressure systems, storms are the result because there needs to be this energy release in order to restore balance between the high pressure system and the low pressure system. I think the same thing is true. You know, another example would be when we're sick and our body is trying to fight off an infection of some kind, a fever starts up, right? Our body's in conflict. There are signs to let us know something is wrong. Now, the, the way we don't fight the wrong thing, right? The way we avoid bringing down, you know, burning the, burning the house down is we need to define what or who we're fighting against. Now, the reason for this is very simple because if you ignore conflict in your life, it will dominate you over time because the conflict exists whether you want to acknowledge it or not, right? Denial is not just a river in Egypt. So we know that conflict is good. Some conflict is good, but we have to overcome it to achieve a certain result. And that's what really matters. So how do we do that? Well, you can't know how to overcome something until you admit that it's there and then understand what it is. There's, there's no way to solve a math problem if you don't know what the problem is. So the first step is to admit it exists, right? Step one of the 12-step program. Hi, my name is Joe, and I love chocolate. I need help. This is actually very true. So the question that I want to give you 
the challenge, or maybe so this week, if you want to look at it like that, is start looking around at where the conflict is in your life, at where the frustrations are, and the long-going frustrations, the ongoing frustrations. They could be internal, they could be external, they could be personal, they could be professional, be in the family, they could be in the work life, anything. It could be your daily commute. It could be something simple, or it could be something much more complex. But start looking about and find out what those things are. And that usually leads you down the path of what's really the most important, what's not the most important, you know, what do I need to focus on? But once you know what it is, you can then start to look for solutions. You can start to look for ways to overcome this. And once you have a solution or maybe a number of solutions, the best part about that is now it's a matter of choice rather than a situation that you don't have any control over. You know, ultimately, the goal here is to find ways to be an everyday leader in your own life. And so when you understand, you know, that there is conflict and what that conflict is and maybe come up with solutions for it, now you understand that you're no longer a powerless victim. You actually are someone who has a say in what's going on and what you can do. And all of this comes through conflict. Pretty simple in thought, but I think very difficult in execution. And I think it also leads us down to much more complicated path um, or at least complicated situations. Because again, a lot of the things that we'll talk about on the show are may not be that difficult in concept, but once you actually start to apply them to your life or start to take notice of certain things, you see the complexity in what these reveal. But that's actually, again, a good thing because we need to be aware of our situation in order to affect change. You know, life's going to pass us by regardless or not. And it'd be great if we were enjoying each moment rather than looking forward to being done with it. But I want to end on a high note. I encourage you to not be discouraged and to look for things that you can improve in your life with this sort of thing in mind. And that is it for today. As I look at my little taskmaster, uh, taskmaster clicking away below me here. Uh, I actually have a couple minutes left. That's pretty awesome. So I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna end it there, so I don't, uh, I don't break break the 15 minute uh, rule before you know I get too many episodes in. Definitely tune in next week for more nail biting episodes. It will be the same bat channel and the same bat time. Also, tell your friends, your arch enemies, your weird uncle Frank about the show. That'd be awesome. You would be my hero. And I would greatly appreciate that. I want you to have a great week. And I truly care about what you do. And know that there's somebody out there who wants you to succeed regardless of what's going on in your life. That is it. I am out.